people have been asking, and it is finally here. My next live event, Work On Your Game Live, is taking place. Write these dates down. February 3rd and 4th, that's a Friday and a Saturday, here in beautiful, sunny, warm Miami, Florida, February 2023, February 3rd and 4th. At this event, we're going to help you achieve three specific things. You can write these things down too. Number one, help you raise your level of performance, because as I always say, this is a performance-based business that we are in. Number two, increase the consistency of your performance. This means you don't only perform at a high level, but you can do it over and over and over again. And number three, you're going to make more money in your business. If you are into making more money and generating more revenue in your business, we're going to do all of that. Those three things, performance, consistency, revenue, at Work On Your Game Live. Now, how we're going to do that are four specific things, the mindset that you need to show up every day and do the work, the strategy so that you have a game plan of action, the system so that you can execute the strategy consistently without fail, with very little variation from moment to moment, and the execution to go and get it done over and over and over again. Those are just details. But just keep these three things in mind that I told you at the top. Performance, consistency, income. If you are interested in any one of those three things or two of them or all three, go to workonyourgame.live. Again, workonyourgame.live. Get your ticket to the event. I am hosting. I will be teaching the entire two days. We'll give you food and snacks and coffee and donuts and all that. We have VIP dinners both nights that are optional if you would like to join. And I mean, it's Miami. Who doesn't want to be in Miami in the middle of February when it's the coldest part of the year everywhere else in the United States? Get your ticket by going to workonyourgame.live. Then text me. Let me know that you're coming. And we're going to know who everybody is, who needs to meet who. I'm going to make sure everybody gets exactly what you need out of that. You will not leave that room unless you have a full game plan moving forward of action to take your business where it needs to go. Workonyourgame.live. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out. And leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894. 305-384-6894. Straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. You can become competent at anything if you are willing to invest in yourself. You can pretty much learn how to do anything. As long as you are able-bodied and you have control of your mental faculties, you can pretty much get good enough at anything. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOldDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. 
You're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. What is that? That is the go-getter energy that moves anyone, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that we call work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is just don't be incompetent. Do not be incompetent. Incompetency is not allowed. And before we get into where and why this topic exists, first of all, let me tell you, I have a daily motivation text. I send out free of charge to everyone who's in my text community. This message is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. You would like to receive that message every single day straight to your phone. All you had to do is text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. And every day when I send that message out, you shall receive it. Secondly, my next live event, Working Your Game Live, taking place February 3rd and 4th here in Miami. If you have not yet gotten your ticket yet, if you haven't yet gotten your ticket, go to workonyourgame.live. This event, we're going to be covering mindset, strategy, systems, and execution over the course of two full days. Get all your questions answered. You will walk out of that room with a full game plan for what you're going to do next moving forward for your personal and professional advancement. And third, you want to work with me directly. You get access to all of my courses and training materials. Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You'll see all your options for doing that. There's only two options. You can get access to all the courses and you can do it on your own at your own pace, or you can work with me directly inside of my coaching program. That's at workingyourgameuniversity.com. All that said, getting into the topic, I'll tell you where this came from. This actually was something that happened in my building because the way that things work in like condominium buildings here, at least in South Florida and probably in other places as well, is that when we have outgoing mail, that means mail that not mail that you received, but mail that needs to be shipped out. The good thing about these places is that we usually have these big mail rooms where, and also we have people who work like concierge and front desk people, where you can leave your outgoing mail at the mail room. And then when the mail people come, like UPS or DHL or Amazon or um, United States Postal Service, they will take your mail out. So you don't actually have to go to the post office and drop your stuff off. You just leave it at the building. And the building will make sure that your stuff gets taken out. And this is something that I've been taking a lot of advantage of because I mail out a lot of my own products when they're physical products most of the time. But here's what happened. Some new guy started working at the front desk in my building. Actually, it was a whole new crew of front desk people. Like all the front desk staff got replaced all at the same time. I don't know what they're doing. This company that is outsourced by my building for the front desk staff, but I don't know, whoever's running it is doing a very poor job of hiring or maybe just because of the level of the job it is, an entry level type of job. I guess there's just a ton of turnover at jobs like this, but there's so much turnover because there's always new people coming in. Like every two or three months, there's a whole new wave of people working at the front desk of the building. So there's new guys working at the front desk and I'm going to him and saying to him, hey, do you notice that this mail that has been noticed outgoing mail that has supposed to be taken out? hasn't gone out. It was sitting there for like three or four days. So these are packages that people had bought things from me and I had put them at the outgoing mail that should have went out four days ago, but they're still sitting there in the outgoing mail bin and they haven't been taken. And I know that the postal service has actually come to the building in these four days, but they haven't taken the mail. And I don't know who the postal service person is, but I'm not talking to them because the postal service person is not, no, I don't have any communication with that person, but I do have communication with this guy who's working at the front desk. And I do know for a fact that the previous person who had been in his position, at least at that time of day, because they have different shifts, the person who had been working there before was really good with that stuff. And I would come to him and say, hey, 
Sometimes I bring packages down at like 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock in the morning or early afternoon and say, hey, did USPS come yet? And he would say, yeah, they already came. Uh, they'll get it tomorrow. They'll just give you a package here. I'll make sure they get it. And he would always say, I'll make sure that they take it out. I'll make sure that it goes out. He always made sure that my packages went out. But this new guy, clearly nobody told him that he's supposed to make sure those packages go out. Because when I said to him, hey, the guy who worked at this position before you always made sure that the packages went out. He said, well, I didn't know. Nobody told me. He said no one had told him that the mail is supposed to go out and that he's supposed to make sure that when the postal service person comes, he's supposed to basically advocate for the residents and make sure that those packages get taken out. And the first thing I thought when he said that to me, I wasn't really mad at him. The first thing I thought wasn't mad, period. But the first thing I thought was, no, this is something that needs to be talked about because this kind of incompetency happens in a lot of businesses. And some of you may be either incompetent yourself or you are allowing incompetence in your business. And this is not okay. So the first thing I thought was, how the hell can you be working at the front desk and not notice? Whoever trained him, not tell him this. It's technically his fault, but there's other people who are more at fault than he was. And the incompetence goes basically in order. First of all, his boss, whoever hired him and allegedly trained him, was they clearly didn't train him. Secondly, the management of the building that I'll give that, which should have told him, hey, make sure these packages get taken out because they hired these folks, the company that supplies these front desk people. Third, it was on him because he should have known you know, what his job was, even though nobody told him. And fourth, on a USPS worker, who I don't know who that is, and they're random people who are clearly not doing their job if they're not taking the outgoing mail that's supposed to go out. I mean, it's literally their job is to take the mail and deliver the mail. So let's get into it here today. The topic again is just don't be incompetent. Point number one, there is so much incompetence in the business world today that you can get far ahead of 98% of your competition by just not being incompetent. If you can just be competent, just be okay. If you could just be okay, you will be ahead of 98% of your competition. Why? Because there are so many incompetent people out there these days that it's ridiculous. Many people is, are what I call, and you walk into businesses these days, especially businesses that have where you're interfacing with a lot of entry-level staff members. And this is like, you'll see this a lot in retail, like this example that I just gave here of people working the front desk at my building. Uh, you go into a mall or something like that, local convenience stores, grocery stores, uh, these kind of gigs. You're going to deal with a lot of these entry people who are working entry-level jobs. And when you deal with people at entry-level jobs, what you get is a bunch of what I call paycheck recipients, or you call them clock-in and clock-outers. Uh, and even if you don't know what those phrases mean, never heard them before, you pretty much can get it, right? Paycheck recipient is a person who's just there to get their paycheck, and they're going to do the bare minimum to get it. They are kind of like quiet quitting, but not they're not quiet quitting on purpose. This is just you know, what they're doing. I talked about quiet quitting in episode number 2381. It told you quiet quitting is for losers. And also in businesses, especially when you have entry-level workers and you have management who doesn't know what they're doing, you're going to get a whole lot of clock in and clock out folks. What does that mean? That's a person who comes to work, they clock in when they're supposed to, do basically the minimum that they're told to do. And when it's time for them to leave, they clock out and they get the hell out of there as quickly as possible. You get a lot of these folks in business, period. Doesn't matter what level that they're at or how much money that they're making. This is just, you get a lot of this mediocrity in life. A lot of this and mediocrity usually goes hand in hand with incompetency. And you may be able to, again, you can surmise what these things mean, even without me explaining the labels. These are people who come to work, clock in, do what they're assigned to do. And when it's time to leave, they go home. And these are people who eventually quietly quit. They quiet quit without actually calling it quiet quitting. All right. And I told you about that again, episode 2381. Now, these clock in, clock out folks are a little bit different because a lot of times they're not doing it on purpose. They're not trying to be 
mediocre. They're not trying to not give effort. They're not trying to be jerks about how they're doing their work. They're doing it because they simply don't know any better. Right? They don't know that they could actually go to a higher level. They don't know that they could do their job better than how they're doing it. They're doing it because this is all they know. The result is still the same. We still end up in the same place with this incompetency as a result. But I give these folks at least a small, I give them a tiny amount of grace simply because they don't have the intention of underperforming. Now, somebody's underperforming on purpose. I give them no grace. And, but if somebody's underperforming and simply because nobody has taught them to overperform, then I give them a little bit of grace because there may be some possibility we could salvage this individual. They just don't know how to do anything other than be an underperformer because it's the only thing they've ever been taught, the only thing that's ever been demonstrated to them, it's the only thing that's ever been shown to them. This, they were trained to be an underperformer. Oh, and by the way, I want you to understand that this is not limited to just the staff in the company. This is not limited to the rank and file folks in the company. Sometimes the managers are incompetent. Sometimes the managers are clock in, clock out people. Sometimes the, the owners are quiet quitting individuals. This absolutely does happen. And all of you, you go to especially like local businesses, you'll see a lot of business owners who have basically quietly quit on their business. They're still there, but they're like dead men walking and dead women walking in their own businesses. You'll see managers working at companies, especially in big corporations. You see a lot of managers who basically have been promoted up to their level of incompetency. They kept getting promoted so they got to a level where they were incompetent and they pretty much stay there because it's much harder to fire people in the corporate world than it is in the mom and pop side of things. So this is not limited to just the rank and file entry level folks. There's managers and owners out there who are just as incompetent as the rank and file workers. So any of you ever been inside a business where you could feel like everybody who worked there had pretty much given up on trying to improve and move forward? They were just there to be there. They were just there to collect the check. Of course, all of you have seen that. Some of you might even work at companies like this. I might be talking about some of you right now. And the owners of these businesses, if you're an owner of a business where you got a whole bunch of people who have basically quietly quit and they're not trying to get better, they're not trying to improve and they're just clocking in and clocking out and you are paying these people, or you're a loser too. All right. So again, this ain't picking on the entry level folks. I'm talking to the managers. I'm talking to the owners. Anyone who is allowing incompetency to happen in your space and you're not doing anything about it, that's losing. You are quietly quitting. All right. You're there, but you quit. All right. That's a loser behavior. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is just don't be incompetent. Number two, here's the impediment to what I just talked about in point number one, is that many people and some folks who are listening to my voice right now, you are indeed incompetent at your job. You are incompetent at what you are either doing professionally or trying to do professionally. You are incompetent. You simply don't know what you are doing. You don't know how to do it. You are not highly skilled at what you're doing. And you may not be able to figure it out on your own. Definition of incompetent is not having or showing the necessary skills to do something successfully. Some of you just don't have the necessary skills to do something successfully, but you're trying to do it. And so you're not incompetent because you're dumb. It's not because you are incapable because you simply don't know. And here's the thing that compounds the problem, because all of us have some things that we're incompetent at. The thing is, if this is the thing that you want to do and you don't know how to do it or don't have the skills to do it, that what compounds the problem is when you're not taking the steps to fix your ignorance. That's where the real problem comes in. You're not doing anything to fix the fact that you don't know what you're doing. Understand something, folks. Incompetence is fixed through education, information, and active learning. Anybody can fix incompetence in any subject as long as you are willing to get educated, you are willing to gather information, apply information as well, and be an active learner, meaning you are learning and applying. Learn, apply, learn, apply. You can fix incompetence in any subject if you're willing to do those three things. If you have children, for example, where do you send them to fix their lack of competence? Generally, we send them to school. Even if you school them at home, they're still going to school at home. Every day, 
for 10 plus years, you send your kids somewhere to get cured of their incompetence, at least on certain subjects like reading, writing and arithmetic. And school was paid for, right? Whether you pay for it in your tax dollars, if they go to public school, your taxes pay for school or by your actual dollars, if you send them to private schools and when you send them to universities, when they really tax you. In other words, you solve incompetence by doing what? Investing in knowledge, skills and information. Even when you send your kids to school, you are paying for the fact that their incompetence is being solved. Everybody see where I'm going here? You pay for that. School ain't free. Public school is not free. You pay taxes. It ain't free. If you have a job, your tax dollars are coming straight out of your check. You don't even get a say in it. All right? And if you don't have a job, you run a business or you get a bill every year from the IRS. Or you're paying for that. That ain't free. Public school is not free. Any of you who think it's free, it ain't free. All right, you're paying a lot. All right, look at your pay stub next time you get paid. If you are incompetent at what you are trying to achieve, then it is your responsibility as a person and as a professional to invest in solving your incompetence. What are we going to talk about, as a matter of fact, at the stop at the top of the year, 2023, we're going to talk about using your money to multiply your results through investing, financial investing in what you want to be doing in life. Anytime you don't know something, you need to make financial investments to solve the problem. Everybody follow what I just said. 98% of people who are incompetent at a thing never do anything about it. 98% of people who are incompetent at a thing, but they want to be competent, but they're not yet, they don't do anything about it. They do nothing. Or they call themselves doing something, but they're really doing nothing. They call themselves doing something like, I'm going to, what's some of the things that people say they're going to do? I'm going to watch YouTube. I'm going to listen to podcasts. I'm going to read a couple books. All right, those are not enough, folks. If that's all it took to be successful and to solve incompetence, there would be no incompetence in the world because anybody could listen to a podcast or watch a YouTube video. And most people do. Most people do that already. So if that's all it took to solve incompetence, there would be very little incompetence. And I would have to talk about a different subject today because this one wouldn't be a topic. The reason why the rich get richer and the poor get poorer is because the poor don't invest in themselves. They don't make financial investments with their money. And rich do. That's the reason why they get richer, because they're playing a different game. They have a different mentality around how they utilize their money than the poor do. And the poor go further into poordom, if that's even a word, into being poor simply because they don't make investments. The rich go further into being rich because they make investments. The 2% who invest in themselves continue to invest. 98% who don't invest continue to not invest. So the gap just gets wider and wider. So when people go out and complain about this, well, look at this wealth gap. It's widening and widening. Yeah, it's widening because there's a gap in how people think. There's a gap in the actions that people take. There's a gap in people's habits. There's a gap in people's mentality. There's a gap in the way people are raised and the way that we teach each other. Yeah, so the gap is supposed to widen. That's what's supposed to happen. All right, there's a gap widening between people who are in shape and the people who ain't in shape. All right, because the habits of the people who are in shape and the habits of the people who ain't in shape. There's a reason why the gap widens because people's mentality, everything starts and ends with mindset, folks. Moving on to point number three. Today's topic, once again, is just don't be incompetent. Definition of incompetence, I told you a minute ago. Not having or showing the necessary skills to do something successfully. Understand, folks, skills are easy to acquire when you have the mindset of investing in yourself. You can get good at anything. Or let me not say good. You can become competent at anything if you are willing to invest in yourself. You can pretty much learn how to do anything. As long as you are able-bodied and you have control of your mental faculties, you can pretty much get good enough at anything. I sent the text out asking people what investment they're going to make for 2023. Generally, the answers were very disappointing because I got way too much of people saying they're basically going to keep doing what they're already doing. Listen, everybody, if you are not where you want to be right now in life, then what you're already doing is not a viable solution. All right, that's a very, very bad answer. And it's a bad answer because you're going to be in the same spot this time next year. If you say you're going to keep doing what you're already doing, but you're not already where you want to be, then you should not be wanting to do the same thing that you're already doing. What the hell are you talking about? You're going to be in the same spot next year. Is that what you want? Is that what you want to achieve? Would you consider that success? 
That doesn't make any sense. But you'd be, maybe you wouldn't be, but maybe some of you would be surprised at how many answers I got that sounded just like that. People just said, well, I'm already doing A, B, and C. I'm just going to keep doing that. Well, do you have what you already want in life? If the answer is no, then you shouldn't keep doing A, B, and C. A, B, and C need to change. But again, this is the mindset that a lot of people have is let me just keep doing the thing that I'm already doing because it feels good. See, people do things that feel good, but don't help you do good. Things that are going to help you do good, everybody, are usually going to force you out of your comfort zone. They're going to force you to do some things that are uncomfortable for you, things that are not convenient, things that you don't normally do, things that you may not even want to do, things that you have never thought of doing. But guess what? If you want to get different results, you got to do different things. Right? Everybody knows this. right? If I started to say that sentence in front of an audience of people, most of the audience could finish my sentence for me. And this is the challenge that we have these days with the information, all the information that we all, that all have access to is that everybody knows all the cliches about creating success, yet they are not actually enacting any of the cliches. When I tell people you got to do something different if you want to get a different result, most people can fill in the blank and say, yeah, you got to get out of your comfort zones, right? Yeah, I get it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you're not doing it. You're doing the same stuff over and over again and telling yourself that this is an investment. That's not an investment, folks. Doing the same things that you are already doing is not the investment that you need to make if you don't quite have the results that you want right now. If you're not in this physical shape that you want to be in right now, you probably shouldn't let next year be a repeat of whatever you did physically this year. Because that ain't going to work. Because clearly, you can see the result. Right? Look in the mirror. If you are not financially where you want to be right now, you probably shouldn't do the same things financially next year that you did this year because look at your bank account. You can see that that ain't working, right? If you don't have the right people around you, the kind of people you want in your circle right now, don't do the same things relationally next year that you did last year because clearly look at your circle, look at your call log, look at the people who are texting you. Clearly that ain't working. You got to do something different. You got to step outside of your comfort zone, which means you're going to do some things that are not normal for you. Things that are not along the lines of what you've already done. And this is a mentality of stepping into places that you aren't normally stepping into. I will say this forever until I get everybody in the world to understand it. When you start investing in yourself, you will ascend to a higher level of thinking, a higher level of performance. You will deal with higher level associations and your results will begin to multiply, not merely add. If you want to multiply your results, in other words, get a lot more outcomes in a shorter period of time, you got to invest in yourself. This is how it starts happening. And it requires you doing things that are different than what you're used to. Information that you pay for, folks, will take you to a higher level than the information that you get for free. Everybody heard that? And listen, this is a person who has an, a show that comes out every single day for free every day for the last, now we're going on seven years. The stuff that's really going to change your life is the stuff that you pay for from me, not the stuff you get for free. Stuff y'all get you for free is good. But the stuff you pay for will take you to a higher level. That's why I have an event. That's why I have coaching. That's why I have my university. But that's the stuff that's really going to take you to the next level. This stuff is good. Trust me, it's good. It's great, even. But the next level is going to require you to take another step. The game and the skills that will take you to the next level in your career or your business is not going to be found on YouTube for free. If it was, you wouldn't need to struggle or strive anymore. You would already have it because how many hours of YouTube have you watched? Okay, okay. So even if it was there, the stuff that could change everything for you, or you wouldn't know where to begin. How many hours of YouTube content is there that you would need to look through to even find the stuff that's going to change everything for you? And the stuff that entices you to click, you know, the clickbait stuff that people put on social media ain't the stuff that's going to change your life. All right, it's usually the boring stuff that you wouldn't click on. It's the stuff that doesn't go viral. See, the stuff that goes viral is the nonsense. All right, that's why it goes viral, because it's nonsense. Human beings are attracted to nonsense. I told you why human beings are attracted to chaos. Didn't I tell you that? In episode number 2284, chaos is appealing to the masses. That's the nonsense. That's the stuff that's funny, entertaining, hit the off switch on your brain and just consume some bullshit for 30 minutes or an hour or all day, however long you want to. That stuff's not going to change your life. It's entertaining. But it's not going to change your life. That's the stuff that goes viral. 
Y'all understand what I'm saying here? I hope everybody's kind of catching what I'm putting down here. What I'm throwing at you, catching what I'm throwing at you is a better way of saying it, is that the nonsense is the stuff that gets the most clicks and the most entertainment and or produces the most entertainment, gets the most views, the most likes and all that stuff is the nonsense. Look on Instagram. What's the stuff that gets the most attention? As basically, Instagram has become a soft porn platform. That's the stuff that gets the most attention. But is any of that going to change your life? See, you see how that works? See, the stuff that's really informative and useful for you, that stuff doesn't go viral. So it's not going to come up on your feed because that's not the stuff that's getting the clicks. The stuff that gets the clicks is the stuff that YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and TikTok, they promote the stuff that gets the most clicks because the things that get the most clicks are the stuff that keeps people on the app. And that's how they monetize your time. And that's how they make their money. So they're incentivized to feed you nonsense because that keeps you on the app. Entertainment is much more sticky than information. If I want to keep your attention, I'm going to entertain you. I want you to think that I'm going to give you information, but making you think is not going to keep you around as long as entertaining you. This is just simple human nature. So the stuff that's really going to change your life is the stuff you have to be conscious and intentional about, and you really got to turn your brain on, and most people don't want to do that. All right, this is why entertainment is what it is. Anyway, all that said, let's recap today's class, which is just don't be incompetent. Now, there was uh, some people at the front desk, new guy, new staff, a couple people working at the front desk in my building who clearly were not trained the proper way or simply didn't have the wherewithal to understand that you got to make sure that the post office is actually taking the outgoing mail, whereas the previous people understood this. But hey, you get what you pay for. Just put it that way. Point number one, there's so much incompetence in the business world these days, in the professional world, that you can get ahead of 98% of your competition just by not being incompetent. There are a whole lot of people who are simply clocking in and clocking out. And I'm not just talking about the rank and file people. There are a lot of managers and bosses and owners who are clocking in and clocking out as well. They are basically quiet quitting without calling it that. If you're doing this, you're a loser. Point number two, an impediment to all of this is many people are indeed incompetent, not because you're dumb, not because you're incapable, because you simply don't know what you don't know and you are not taking the steps to fix it. Incompetence is fixed through education. You send your kids to school every day. School ain't free. So if you want to fix your incompetence, it ain't going to be free. You got to put some investment into what you want to do. This is why the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. The rich look for ways to invest in themselves and make themselves better, whereas the poor look for ways to hold on to their money and try to do everything on the cheap and on the free. But the thing is, the things that are cheap and free are usually garbage. That's why they're cheap and free, like McDonald's and candy and potato chips. Will those help you get in shape? Point number three, definition of incompetence is not having or showing the necessary skills to do something successfully. Skills are easy to acquire when you have the mindset of investing in yourself. You can become good enough at pretty much any skill as long as you have your physical and mental faculties, as long as you're willing to invest in developing those skills. So many people told me that their biggest investment for next year is they're going to keep doing the same thing that they're already doing as if what they're already doing is working to get them successful when it ain't. All right, this is the biggest problem that a lot of people have is you're telling yourself things that make you feel good, but are not going to help you do good. And until you change that mindset, you're going to keep running to the same walls and keep having the same problems. And like I told you in episode 468, take your talent to the most valuable real estate on the planet, which is the graveyard. But hopefully you don't do that. Text me to get my daily motivation straight to your phone every day. My number is 305-384-6894. Second, go to workingyourgame.live. Get your tickets to my next event happening February 3rd and 4th down here in South Florida. And third, go to workingyourgameuniversity.com so you can get into my coaching programs. You can work with me directly and get access to all my training and all my courses, especially that bulletproof mindset, the working your game system, my business builder course, the health and nutrition course, all of that stuff is inside of working your game university. That's at workingyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text to send a quick text right now to say hello 
to this number 305-384-6894 again 305-384-6894 get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge 305-384-6894